A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 today. Final. We finished Maxi. Final Maxi. Oh. <sighs> It's been a ride. It's been so much fun, though. It has. It really has. It doesn't feel like that long. It, it really doesn't because we've seen her go through so much. I mean, we're both older than her, so maybe it's we feel more like she's grown up with us. Maybe. There you go. I guess in a way-ish. So we ended last week with Nathan dying. So that just crossed over into 2018. Mm-hmm. And then as we had mentioned, back when we first started watching or doing all of the maxi recaps originally general hospital fandom didn't have right anything after 2018 i think either 18 or 19 her life stopped after nathan died pretty much but then a couple weeks ago we did happen to see that somebody graciously went on and added some stuff we are editing a lot of it though because a lot of it does talk mainly about peter and the things that he was doing and even though we know maxi was with him and by his side during all of it it doesn't talk about her reactions or her feelings. And it's horrible because if you listen to Monday's 411, neither of us had time to go through (laughs) and watch. There's just so much Maxie to watch. There really is. Mm -hmm. So I just don't like her with Peter the way that I did with Nathan. So I could watch hours of Nathan and Peter. Just, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. So I know the basics. Exactly. And that's kind of where I left it at. Exactly. But so we're picking up after Nathan's death in 2018 and But first, before we get into this week, we want to hear from you. Next week, we want to do a recap episode of what's the favorite thing that you learned about Maxie through listening to our show? Like, what was just like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) throwing a little Joey Lawrence there. (laughs) You know, you're a certain age (laughs) when one word, God, he was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I loved him. How could you not? I know. How could you not? I'm with you on that one. Some of your boy band crushes, I'm not there with you. He wasn't a boy band. He was all himself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. His torn jeans Mm -hmm. and the white t-shirt with the plaid around his waist. And oh my gosh, those curls. (laughs) Waves. It wasn't even curls. It was like gorgeous. His hair. Megan calls it fluffy hair. She has a thing for boys with fluffy hair. (laughs) 
fluffy. Yes. If they have it cut with too short where it lays flat, she uh-huh. does not like them. But when it's just grown out that little bit. So but that he had that gorgeous shoulder length. Yes. She, I don't know that she'd go for Now that he's long, buzz cut. Whatever, it's like, up. I know. He aged well though. He did Good age well. Good job, Joey Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So we could do a whole podcast about Blossom too. <laughs> I just we should. I just started getting Madeline into that show. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. To General Hospital. But we want to know, we want to know, you know, because we've had so many people write in and say, I'm a newer fan. I had no idea about any of this. Right. So we want to know. It was fun to go back. Okay. So back to Max. So after Nathan died, Maxie found out that his father, Cesar Faison, Mm -hmm. had Huntington's disease. And Peter did a blood test with Dr. Griffin Monroe's help on March 16th, like his niece or nephew, it's confirmed that he hasn't inherited the Huntington's disease from his father. Because they had tested James. Right. Yeah. Right. While in utero. Right. Yep. Soon he began having an interest in his brother's widow, Maxie Jones, constantly being there for her without her knowing who he really is. Griffin found out about Peter's true identity and later confronted him. Peter was able to manipulate him into not reporting him to the authorities. I feel like he had an interest before that. He had an interest when he was delivering James. That hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. Because it was in utero. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's okay. We just said that. I'm thinking like, no, we were ahead of it. No, nope, that's okay. So in May, on May 21st, Peter escorted. <laughs> Does everyone remember when my anniversary is? <laughs> You're just going to start getting random <laughs> cards. Happy anniversary, Shannon, and happy birthday, James. <laughs> Peter escorted Maxie to the Nurses Ball of 2018. And during the Nurses Ball, he met his long lost half-sister, Robin. Later one leaving... Later, when leaving the nurse's ball, Maxie's water breaks in Peter's car. Peter helps deliver a beautiful baby boy. Peter helps Maxie deliver a healthy baby boy on the side of the road. And Maxie just referenced this when she's like, I just have unconventional births. <laughs> it's just how that happens. Afterwards, he confronts Anna Devane at the pier before being held at gunpoint by Jason Morgan. On May 22nd, to save his life, Anna reveals to both Peter and Jason that he is her son. In the end, Peter was taken into custody by the PCPD and the WSB. On May 25th, despite Robert and Dante's opposition, Anna refused to testify against her son. Through Valentine's help, he was able to escape. However, he was kidnapped by Lisa Obrecht with the help of Nina. In April, Anna encouraged Peter to tell Maxie how he feels, and he did. Plus, he confessed. she confessed her feelings for Peter. They shared a kiss after Peter thanked her by saying it was a very mom thing to do. They shared a kiss after Peter thanked her by saying it was a very mom thing to do. I Anna. But Anna and they weren't pairing a kiss. Anna All right, let's decipher Peter. this sentence. <laughs> Anna encouraged Peter to tell Maxie how he feels, and he did. Plus, she, being Anna, confessed her feelings for Peter? No, Maxie. Okay. So Peter says to Maxie, I love you. And, and Maxie says, says, I love, I love you, too. you, too. And they, they shared a kiss. kiss. In this sentence, it sounds like he and Maxie, well, let's hope. <laughs> but, and we know that they did. <laughs> yes. But so the they is... The past two people mentioned, so Peter and Maxie kissed. Uh huh. But after Peter thanked her by saying it was a very mom, I'm throwing Anna. Yeah, because why would he be thanking Maxie for doing a with a kiss? Right. For doing this goes back to like when we were talking about Wiley and Willow. Like uh, the way that Willow kisses Wiley is not the same way she kisses Michael. Right. So no. So Anna told Peter to express his feelings. He did. Maxie said, "I love you too." They kiss after that, like the next day, Peter goes to Anna and says, we're together now. Thank, thank you, you for, for encouraging me. Thank you for playing both sides and like yes, doing a little nudge, a nudge, nudge. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Cause I don't remember 
all of that. I do remember this next line during a trip to Canada that become lovers. Because that was very right. lovers. Because <laughs> it was very anticlimactic. It yeah. was like we wanted it to happen. And then because they were supposed to be going to Paris. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they wound up getting stopped in Canada and stuck in that lodge or something like that. And then they wound up yeah. doing it. So no, don't say it like that. They and doing it and doing that. it. And do <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, we're getting 90 Shannon today. <laughs> wow. Okay. In June, Peter agreed to help Maxie find Dante and bring him home for Lulu. Peter was initially against the idea since Dante was suffering a case of PTSD, which 2018, I mean, this has been going on for a while. Yeah. But this is when Maxie was bound to determined, and so he agreed to help. And this is when Frisco got her into mm -hmm. the, like, got her through those temporary clearances at the WSB facility in Ithaca where Dante was being treated. And this is when, like, Maxie stormed her way into the, and then he almost shot her. Yes. And he winds up shooting Peter in the shoulder. But thankfully, it was a clean wound and required no surgery. But, like, that stuff earlier about, like, Peter and the WSB, like, that's the kind of stuff that the next six months was filling in. And it was all Peter. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we don't need to talk. Maybe we should do Peter now that He's dead. He's gone. He's hidden in a closet somewhere. <laughs> He's kind of, it kind of makes sense to do right after Maxie. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We're not going to spend that much time on him, though, because he was so much shorter than her. Great actor, though. Honest oh, to goodness. Yeah. No, I love his whole arc. I thought that he did a great job. He's one of those people that you love to hate. Yes. He plays it so well. Yes. Like Cyrus. It doesn't matter what I see Cyrus in from now on. I just don't. Have like you him. watched New Girl yet? No. You have, have not. Have, did I'm... you watch what I sent you? I sent you a YouTube link of, oh my gosh, okay, I have to find it again. Maybe, yeah, I don't know that I did. You would know. Yeah, that I didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. They sorry. Were, okay. That, yeah, certain people, you just, you're going to hate them forever. It doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. They played that role so well. And that's where we're at with Peter. Well, and that was 18 and 19. Mm hmm So I apologize. I forgot that basically... Well, she didn't really do much. That, I think that's why I don't like them, is her with Nathan, you saw... Maxie. You saw life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she did stuff. He was asking her about her day at work and where she was going and she was hanging out with Lulu and she was, she had a life outside of him mm -hmm. and then they complimented each other and it was perfect because Lulu and Dante were together also. And mm -hmm. so they were doing coupley things. But when she got with Peter, it was like her life really did end. She was just Peter's girlfriend. Well, so here's the thing. So I think that all that happened in 2018. Did nothing, did she not do anything in 2019? Was that when she was out sick? For a whole year? Not for a whole year, but like for big chunks of it. I don't remember, but I still feel like, I don't know, because that all, we were cutting off in June and then it talks about the rest of it is all August, September, October, November, and December for dates for, um, and it all, it just all talks about Peter basically stuff with Helena and then Andre and then Sam and Franco and blah, 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 blah. I feel like all she was doing then was working. So you just saw her at Crimson. Because remember, she put together the magazines a bunch of times, and she was arguing with Nina about that stuff. Yeah, but I feel like we, but we're missing it. We have five more paragraphs about Peter, but about but it cuts off in December, but then it doesn't come back to in January, February, whatever. Right. So I think that was only 2018. We're going to Google real quick. Google is your best friend. Well, shoot. I mean, fortunately, but unfortunately, the only thing that we're getting right now is... It's all the recent stuff. Yeah. With her brain surgery. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's something that you guys can help us fill in. You know, if you remember what happened in 2019 to Maxie, because we did horrible research. We did no research. Let's not even say we did horrible <laughs> research. We just didn't do it because it was Ugh. so 
It feels like yesterday. I but know. I really don't. I don't think we're missing anything. Okay. I think that was all she did was work at Crimson. Okay. Because it would have been 2020, which I'm assuming it's going to get into here, that she would have got pregnant. So that is that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. And it isn't right before she got pregnant whenever she joined up with Lucy. I think so. Yeah. So that would have been 2020. Yeah. She didn't do anything else. Yeah. Okay. So let's. She's just working babies. Yeah. Or like a side role to all the Lulu stuff. True. 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 But it's not really her. It's just her standing there. Right. While they're doing whatever. Which makes me sad because she's such a good character. She deserves Mm -hmm. her own stuff. Anyway, on March 6th, Peter framed Liesl Obrecht for Drew's presumed death and for both counts of attempting to murder Andre Maddox and for attempting to murder Franco Baldwin back in December of 2018, which resulted in Anna gleefully having two WSB agents arrest her for Peter's crimes. That was whenever she was like hiding all that stuff. Yeah. Maxie was devastated and he consoled her while still keeping his secrets and lies under wrap. On April 14th, Peter at Anna's house, Peter is at Anna's house to help get Violet birthday party set up. And Robert asked for his help with balloons. Robert pretended to try to make peace with Peter, who was skeptical, but played along. Robert then claimed that while they would never be best buds, they could coexist. Later on, Peter called his henchman to let him know to go ahead with a distraction for Robert since he could still be a problem. And, and that was... I mean, it's all Peter. And then we thought that he killed Holly. Oh, that's where it's going to take us. On April 20th, it was revealed that the distraction that Peter created was Holly Sutton's death. Robert received a call that seemingly confirmed her demise, much to his heartbreak. On March 6th, Peter met with his henchman and told him that he only wanted a distraction and not Holly's death. The henchman claimed that he had nothing to do with the incident that caused Holly's death. And I feel like, there, I mean, I guess there really wasn't, this is probably very similar to 2019 what's missing because Maxie was falling in love with him and Robert's like, there's something shady about this guy yes. and Peter we're seeing in the background, but we're also still seeing Maxie love him. Right. So, yeah. The Holly stuff makes me mad though because we saw her in that room and now we're not doing anything with it. Well, but the problem is, is that was all filmed before COVID. Right. So, but we're what happened? Getting that this is she's still locked in a room somewhere. I don't know. And now Peter's going to be dead. We're never going to. Oh find my him. gosh! Yes. Okay. It's going to be lost yeah. forever. No. <laughs> I don't know, but it annoys me when they don't even mention. Like he could have had a phone call right. before he died with the bad guys saying, "I'm sorry, she's being difficult. Move her to a different location." Or they or could something. have shown the henchman or whoever kidnapped her delivering the news of Sean Donnelly's death and her reaction oh, yeah. in the cell or in the room wherever she's being held captive right? and showing her devastation. Mm-hmm. See? Mm. Drop the ball, guys. Another storyline, but still, the Holly stuff, we want to know what's going on. On August 19th, during the 2020 Nurses Ball, Maxie accidentally reveals to everyone that she is pregnant after a microphone malfunction before her deception cosmetics pitch. See? So at some point... In 2019 is when she went to deception and left Crimson because she was getting tired of taking over for Nina and filling right. in the gaps and everything. Yep. Peter finds that was Max- a huge storyline. That was now. a huge storyline. Okay. She stood up to Nina and said, yeah. give me what I'm worth. And Nina wouldn't do it. So she went and, yep. and they were trying to get the funding for deception because that Lucy was the green issue and she made it yes. all work and everything. Exactly. Mm. But I feel like they don't think that it's really a storyline because you can sum it up in that one sentence. She left Crimson and went to deception. Done. That's still a major event, though, in it her was. life that it should have been. I agree. Okay. Um, after you, no, Peter finds Maxie afterwards and she confirms that she's pregnant. I mean, why would she have said it if it wasn't true? They embrace and share. Wait, 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 wait. Do we remember that she faked a pregnancy before? <laughs> Shh. Remember how we talked about people changing as they get older? I know. I know. She's a new person now. They embrace and share in their excitement for the baby. 
Mac and Anna join them and they confirm the news to the grandparents-to-be who are both overjoyed. Which was sweet. It was sweet, but you knew that she was missing something. On October 12th, Peter and Maxie officially get engaged while they were at the hospital for a checkup on the baby. On October 13th, at the hospital, after getting a clean bill of health on the baby's genetic testing and reuniting with his sister, oh, they're testing this baby. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still back on James, and I'm like, didn't we say we just did that? Sorry. Reuniting with his sister, Britt, Maxie proposes to Peter. Peter gets down on one knee and accepts, professing his love and commitment to Maxie. On October 30th, a genetics test revealed to Anna, Valentine, and Finn that Alex is Peter's mother, not Anna. And no, it didn't. Assumed. But no, it didn't. All it said was that Anna did not have the marker for Ari. Right. Anna refuses to tell Peter the truth, and he and Maxie both still believe Anna is his mother. Peter and Maxie plan to have a double wedding with Finn and Anna in January 2021. On December 12th, 2020, Peter and Maxie find out they are having baby girl. Um, does this mention Alex kidnapping her? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. It's going on to this year and the wedding. Yeah. So, yeah, right as they were finding out the truth is whenever Alex came back and kidnapped her and put her on the haunted star and all that. Yeah. I feel like that needed. Right. (laughs) Guys, we're so sorry. (laughs) All right. After many preemptions and impeachment interruptions, the double wedding will now take place the first week of March 2021 in the Metro Court Crystal Ballroom. On March 1st, Maxie can't be found as she is at Nathan's grave talking to Liesl. Maxie ignores Liesl's warnings about Peter and heads back to prepare for the wedding. Valentine asks Anna if she is ready to go through with her plan. Later, Valentine calls someone who puts a bag over Peter's head and kidnaps him before the wedding, which was like the worst kidnapping plan ever because all they did was throw him downstairs. I that know. was the wrong closet. Don't hide him in that closet. <laughs> you need to be on the top of the hospital, not the um, Metro Court parking garage. On March 4th, the wedding is interrupted by first Liesl Obrecht, then Valentine Cassadine, both exposing Peter's many crimes, as well as the truth that he is Alex Devane's son. Maxie has Braxton Hicks contractions and is rushed to the hospital, while the guests turn on Peter, knowing the truth of who he is. Finn runs out, angry that Anna kept the truth of Peter's maternity from him, but schemed with Valentine. Peter is able to get away, vowing vengeance upon all who deceived him, especially Anna and Valentine, as well as a commitment to embracing the darkness of his parents. <sighs> Which was just so dumb. Anyway, after getting home from the hospital, Maxie vows that the man she loved never existed. Peter shows up at her apartment, desperate for them to run away together. She firmly believes he committed his crimes, and they are and they are overthrowing their relationship, his belongings, and especially him, out of the apartment. She vows to her unborn baby, Lou, that she will protect them. It doesn't talk about that whole conversation about them choosing the name for Lou nope, either. It doesn't talk about the fact that Lulu was in an explosion and in a coma and how she handled her best friend. Right. Feel like so there are a couple things yeah. totally missing. And yeah. obviously now, I mean, this has only been in the past few weeks, but now right. she's we can- had the baby. Exactly. And... We are where we are right now. So we're, we're going to have to figure out a way to, obviously we can't do updates every year of each character that we do right. a 411 about, but like at what point do we go back? Because we want this to be a good resource for people. Mm-hmm. I really do feel that it's not, I mean, it's lacking some of the major moments, but I feel like the reason why is because they would just be summed up in a sentence. It is stuff that you have to go back and watch to get the full I know. experience. And we just really dropped the ball. On watching even, her. I don't even feel like that would have made a difference, though. Because still... Then it would have been like eight weeks of Maxie. If, no, if we would have watched four hours of Maxie changing from... Oh, my God. 
to deception. Crimson to deception. Thank you. I just told, I said it like five seconds ago. Crimson to deception. At the end of the day, we're still just going to say she changed from crimson to deception. Like, yeah. yes, she was at, asking for funding and coming up with all of the marketing and that stuff. She was covering all of it while Nina's off with leading all over the place. She's with Jackson. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but it really doesn't show you what she was feeling and thinking and doing unless you watch it. True. It wasn't a major enough. Like yeah. having the baby, that was big. Right. Being kidnapped. Kind of big. Yeah, that I would have mentioned. But I guess since she didn't get really hurt, it wasn't enough. Maybe. I don't know what justifies getting put in here and not put in here. Well, so the thing is, one of the reasons why we love using General Hospital fandom is at the bottom, they have like crimes committed. Okay. And then health and vitals. This is the fun homework that you were doing when I came in today. This is all her health and vitals. Oh my gosh. But wait, here's the thing. Here's what they include in here. Okay. Go ahead. How many times do you think that Maxie has been collectively, because sometimes they used two of these phrases in the same thing. Okay. So I just put them all together. Okay. Kidnapped, held at gunpoint, held hostage, or held captive. How many times do you think? Okay. Well, we just talked about kidnapped by Alec. She was held in Clayton Clark. The, the, the. Clayton Clark. There was that other time that, that they were held together. So that's three. And I'm sure I'm missing a couple. So I'll say... Five. How many am I wrong by? Twenty-six. What? <laughs> okay. How do you think I came up with that number? I counted them. I thought I told you. Like I thought that was the summary. Okay, nope. so go ahead. It started with. Hold on. Let me find the beginning. Kidnapped by Ryan Chamberlain in June 1993. Okay. Along with her mother Felicia and her sister Georgie in 2002. Xander Smith. Held at gunpoint by Murphy in 2005. Held at gunpoint by Jenna in 2005. 2005 was not a good <laughs> year for her. Held again at gunpoint by Murphy later on in the month. Same month. Okay. By Manny in December. Oh, Manny. I forget. Held ho- hostage at gunpoint at the Metro Court by Jerry Jackson and his team. Okay. 2007. Held hostage at gunpoint in 2007 in April. So two months after that. <laughs> Held at gunpoint by Carly. Using herself as a human shield to protect Coop, who was holding a gun on, so and that was November. Oh, okay. 2007. Held hostage at Scalpel Point. I included that. Because <laughs> it said hostage. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. By Dr. Devlin. And she cut her neck as a, her neck was cut as a result. Oh, okay. Kidnapped by Anthony Zakara. Held hostage by Dr. Lisa Niles. Oh. Kidnapped and held hostage along with Elizabeth by Anthony Zakara. Okay. Held hostage at gunpoint by Levi. That was the crate. I can't say it even though I can't. But then again. Okay. And then kidnapped and held hostage along with Nathan by Victor and his henchmen. Okay. And then again by Drew Kane. And then held at gunpoint in a chop full of people by Landon Dixon. Held hostage at gunpoint and duct taped to a chair by one of Valentine's men. Held hostage at gunpoint with Cesar. Held. Okay. Kidnapped at gunpoint by Alex Devane. Okay. And then held captive in a cabin by Chloe. Okay. Wow. Okay. Why don't we get Maxie a therapist? I feel like she needs some help here. Well, Kevin offered when she was born. Very true. Okay. So the next one is how many times do you think she was? All right. This one's going to be a vague because it's going to be a guesstimate. But how many times do you think that she's been hospitalized? Let's see. So I'm just going to like pick a number for what her heart stuff. So we'll say like six times for her heart stuff and then 
three kids, so we're at nine. You said she cut her neck, so ten. Let's go with twelve. Okay, so that's actually where I kind of am because I just found two more in this. Oh, okay. But then I'm also looking, wasn't she, she was held in the, she was in the hospital due to the false labor and like oh, testing her for preeclampsia and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now we're at 13, but it started with her, um, Kawasaki's okay. and needing the heart transplant. Uh-huh. And then when she overdosed on ecstasy, I'm assuming oh. she was hospitalized because it doesn't say it, but kind of assuming there, right. She suffered a heart attack when, and went into heart failure in 2005. And then two months later, she went back into cardiac arrest, cardiac arrest in 2006. Oh my God. I know. Turned a, uh, developed a staph infection that turned septic and she went into cardiac arrest, but was saved in August, 2007. Okay. But again, it doesn't say she was hospitalized, but I'm pretty yeah. sure <laughs> you're not doing this meds at home. Hospitalized for shock after finding about uh, Georgie dying. Oh, I know. Involved in a car accident. So I'm like, not sure there. Hospitalized for pneumonia after being trapped in the storm drain. Experienced a fever after ingesting the toxin Jerry Jacks had placed in the Port Charles water supply. And in my opinion, based on the fact of her heart condition, I feel like she would have been hospitalized. Allergic to blackberries, same thing. Which, fun fact, Maxie's allergic to blackberries. So for that, again, because of the heart condition, I feel like she would have been hospitalized. Um, And then she was in a couple car accidents. Then also, I actually didn't include the... um, kids. So I guess we're closer to like 15, 16. Okay. And I mean, again, there's still a few here that are questionable. Oh, and I didn't even include like, apparently she was threatened with a knife by Joey. I don't remember what that was, but okay. So we're in a good, she's had a traumatic life. Oh, wait. How many times has she been rendered unconscious? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know this number is going to be crazy high. Um, I'm going to pick just a nice normal number. I'm going to go with seven, nine from what I've counted. Okay. Rendered her unconscious in an explosion and suffered cuts to her forehead as a result in 2005. Oh my gosh, hold it. I forgot to probably include, she was probably hospitalized because of these. Oh yeah. Rendered unconscious during the Metrocore explosion. Rendered unconscious by Russian mobster Andrei Karpov's associates. Rendered unconscious in a car accident. Rendered unconscious while trapped in a fire. Rendered unconscious and survived, suffered minor injuries in a bus crash. Rendered unconscious after breathing gaseous fumes. Rendered unconscious after breathing carbon monoxide and also fell down a couple stairs. Was she unconscious with the bus crash? Wasn't that whenever she was with Matt? I don't remember. They were in the snow. We watched that. They were in the snow. Yeah. She wasn't. I mean, maybe she was unconscious for a minute, like to be with the force of the accident. But she wasn't yeah. really hurt in that because she was helping everyone else. I forgot to count how many of her ex-lovers died. Oh, geez. Okay. And now the fun one. How many times has she been slapped by Lulu? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that whole baby storyline alone, I feel like, would be a lot. I'm going to be off, but I'll say five. Slapped by Lulu Spencer, March 22nd, 2007. Assaulted by Lulu after she provoked her, March 27th, 2007. Slapped by Lulu, April 12th, 2007. Slapped by Lulu Spencer, October 1st, 2013. Is that it? Really? Only four times? I feel like that's off. Yeah. Huh. Well, good restraint for you, Lulu, because I feel like I would have wanted to smack her a few more times. Yep. Not the violence but I is just, ever the answer. But I just love, like, I'm I'm like, wait a second. Slapped by Lulu. Slapped by Lulu. Assaulted by Lulu. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I, I would probably go with more of the five. But uh-huh. Okay. I thought that one was fun. And that then, is. I mean, they have it listed out, you know, all the different 
manhandled. She's also been manhandled quite a few times, but it doesn't really go into any more details. But that's our Maxie. She's had quite the life. She's just she needs- a bit. Oh, and I didn't even go over her crimes committed. That's a whole other. We've kind of discussed that. Yes. Ish. We don't need to go no. into further detail. Well, because some of it also is, was that a crime? Like she ran away in 2000. Is that a crime? Right. No. Okay. I mean, that first sentence is basic teenage stuff. Like, that's not crimes. That's just... Well, the underage drinking was. Well, yeah. But... And the stealing drugs from the hospital is. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. They should not be saying typical teenage stuff. I did not do that as a teenager. (laughs) Did you? No, I did not. (laughs) So, that's it. That is Maxi as best as we could do at this point. If there is anything missing... Right. Let us know anything major. I feel like we really did get it all. Yeah. But we also want to know your feedback. You know, what... Did you think about all of this? What was your favorite maxi time? Like if you had to pick a time. Period. Other than Nathan. Nathan is the given, right? You can pick whatever you want. No, I feel like Nathan's the given. So we both have to go on from there. Okay. So like what's the other favorite maxi? It's a really good question. I like her and Georgie. Yeah. I miss her having a sister. Yes. I agree. They were so, it was a good sister bond because yes. they fought like sisters do, but then they made up and stood for each other the right. way sisters Which is probably why she and Lulu do. work out so well because Lulu's the only girl. So she's not really used to mm-hmm. that. But Max is like, all right, so we fight. That's that's cool. Right. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. What about you? I was going to mess with you and be like, probably her friendship with Sam. Because <laughs> 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 they've just been so Has she done wonderfully friends? friends? Has she done wonderfully friend things? Yes. I'm not but saying that not they're not to friends. The point but where... every time they refer to each other, it's like, my best friend. Really? No, your best friend's in a coma, girl. Exactly. Or my friend that I've been friends with forever. Yeah, you've done friendly things like once every three years for the past 10 years, maybe, but they're still not. Well, and the thing is, it's almost like Maxie's a better friend to Sam than Sam is to her because she planned Sam's proposal. Yes. She planned Sam's baby shower. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Granted, it's that's Maxie, yeah. but I feel like Sam's benefited more from right the friendship than no, Maxie I has. Totally agree too. I was just gonna mess with you and say like, that because maybe funny. Sam. Here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. Shouldn't Sam, as a PI, be wanting to work with Dante and be like, "Listen, girl, I got you." Right, Dante, you're gonna have to ignore some stuff that I'm gonna have to do here. Yeah, but I'm gonna find your baby. Right. No, she didn't even offer her skills. Mm-mm. She did not. Okay, we really don't like Sam this time. <laughs> They're just writing her so badly. Mm -hmm. They're dumbing her down. Like we've talked about everybody else. Yeah. She's just, she has no skills without a man by her side. And it's annoying. Anyway, Mm. my for real favorite is just her with Spinelli, which I feel like is also a given, but especially whenever they were on again, off again, and Ellie first came in and she was so jealous. I liked that. It felt like, again, true drama because that's how you would feel. Right. No, absolutely. So I liked that. And her and Mac. Yeah. I guess just like her and her really, because she can be spoiled. She can be bratty, Mm -hmm. but she loves her people. Yeah. So she's definitely one of my favorite characters. I agree. When they use her to her potential. Right. Like how they just did with her giving birth. And like all of that was great. Yes. That Heinrich. Yes. Heinrich. (laughs) Just remember the last things that he heard her say was calling her, was her calling him Heinrich. Yeah. Mm, love it. But let's keep her that way. I agree. And I mean, how were we supposed to know that during Maxi May that turned into Maxi May June was also going to be a very serious time in Kirsten Storm's health? Right. You know, so we definitely want her to uh, get a full speedy recovery, but take your time, girl. Yeah, we brain, don't. Brain surgery is not something you want we to We love back you from. and we want you back, 
ASAP, but we want you to be okay. Yes. First and foremost. So in case you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> we do love you. Oh my God. We're sorry for some of the things that you've had to go through. And yeah, just hope that it all goes. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I really don't know what to say because just keep that. I hope Em's taking good care of you. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. They are. So yeah, I guess that's it. That's it. So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier54podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.